This episode is sponsored by the ghost of Matt Email. Hey guys, I'm out here lurking, twerking, and jerking. Predictions are worthless. Predictions. Chicken sandwiches are the devil. Trep has a small penis. Fuck you, chipper. Hello and welcome to the second episode of Swagger Podcast. I'm your host, Douglas Fontaine, here with Uncle Nick and Thane. Woo woo! What's happening? Breaking news alert. Breaking news alert. We got another Antonio Brown chapter in in the sagas being written right now. It looks like the Raiders have paid him. Oh, sorry. They have fined him uh, the exact amount they needed to find him to be able to cut his ass. So I, I love Antonio Brown. I'm a fan. He's freaking nuts. Uh, but I mean, the numbers tell you that he's guaranteed hundred plus, you know, catches probably averaging about 1400 yards the past five years. Good for 10 touchdowns. That's pretty much the dude's floor. I know a lot of people took chances on him in the, in the swagger drafts. It just sucks, man. Uh, I'm sure somewhere Bill Belichick is licking his chops, ready to sign him for a freaking league minimum deal just to add to the Patriots' firepower. You know it. What you think? You said – I think Bill do it just out of spite. But, man, the Bill uh, Bill Belichick just released a guard uh, a week after signing him because he didn't like it sh- – like a week after the dude started it uh, all year last year. So I don't know. I don't know if Bill's willing to put up with his bullshit or he thinks he can change him. But, uh, man, I love Antonio Brown, too, on the field. Off the field, I can't stand the dude. He's a piece of shit, and he needs to get his life together. I don't know what's going on, of course, but uh, I do know he's he's made some questionable decisions in his last couple of days. So hope he gets his shit do together. Do we ever – do we ever remember in the history of the NFL since we've been watching a situation like this, a guy with this much talent and just off the rails like this? I know, the T, you know, T.O., another diva receiver, put up big numbers, but there's a lot of shit with him. But I think this is just – this is in rare territory right here. I'd go with uh, Ray Carruth. <laughs> Ray Ray. Ray Ray, what you doing, Ray Ray? <laughs> All right, well, now that we got that out of the way, um, Nick has some information he wants to share about the Swagger League and things that are coming up and products that are offered in Swagger. Thank world. you, Uncle Douglas. Uh, not to go too far off on a tangent, but a couple of folks asked me, like, hey, how many leagues are entailed by the Swagger family and uh i just wanted to go over our leagues real quick for people that hey may be interested in joining one uh next year so first is obviously swagger swagger was founded over 10 years ago by 10 guys in a bar one of our friends bars we drafted that year well obviously it's grown from 10 to 12 to 20 to 40 where it is now uh three years ago uh at the swagger draft miss haley tvey um she said, man, it would be really fun if we did this for the women. So uh, that day, Swaggerette was born. So we had a, we started our 20 female league, um, and that's been going on for three years. Um, along with that, we have a Swagger franchise league where 
Uh, that league's a little bit different than a common than your common fantasy league, where folks keep their players from year to year and just draft rookies and free agents. And there's practice squads and uh, a lot of maneuvering and trades and draft picks and stuff like that. So that's a that's a fun league for those that like to play defensive players and keep a team, kind of build build a team, kind of like a GM, your your best Mike Mayock, if you will. Uh, so right now we have eight people in the franchise league. I have a couple of people ask me about joining the franchise league. Unfortunately, eight is the most you can have because of all the defensive players and stuff like that. But if we were to get enough interest, uh, I would definitely be open to starting a second franchise league for another eight people. So anyway, from there this year, we started a league called Swagger Jr. Uh, we wanted to get the kids involved. I, I think, uh, kids shouldn't have to sacrifice for their for their family being involved in fantasy football. So let's, let's j- let them join in. So this year, uh, our first ever uh, Swagger Junior League, where we have kids eight ages eight to fifteen come. It's a best ball format. They draft uh, just like we did. Have a pizza party. Um, six hours long. Six hours long, and uh, the kids loved every minute of it. Uh, a couple of the parents, not to mention any names, but it rhymes with Douglas Fontaine. Uh, we're the only ones bitching about it, but man, my kid, kid was my kid had to stay hydrated. We had to, we had like ten breaks in between. We had the to, paper rock scissors tournament was intense too, man. That was that was good. Yeah, yeah. the way we determine a uh, draft order is by a paper scissors rock tournament. So it, look, going to hell, Nick going the homepage. person in the history of the world, paper scissors rock, rock paper scissors, dude. I mean, come on, rock. Anyway, scissors paper. Anyway. Rock. We don't know about the west side of Thibodeau shit that you're dealing with. But uh, <laughs> anyway, the kids had a great time. Um, we have some good pictures on our website, www.nickswaggerleagues.com on the homepage. So they they have a best ball format, which is cool because they don't have to worry about waivers. They don't have to worry about trades. They don't have to worry about setting their lineup. It won't take away from school or anything like that. But I can tell you right now, my son's already made me print out his team each week so he can make sure he's watching the right players and what they're doing. So great for them to get involved. Um, if you're interested in getting your kid involved in that, Hey, reach out to me again. We're, we're looking for kids eight to f- eight to 15. So that's and crazy. Then, uh, now outside of uh, just fantasy, we have other things that we can play along with too, right? Nick? Absolutely. Um, before we get too far on the side games though, there's one more league that we just started up. Uh, it's called swag lock short for, swagger wedlock and the idea kind of came to us uh over a short period when we said hey we need to get a league where the wives and the husbands compete against each other um so what we did was we found we went out and we found six couples 12 people total each person individually drafts a team and uh they compete the way you compete is you you add up the husband and wife scores against another couple that they're playing each week. So each couple plays another couple each week. And uh, there's, there's a little jockeying between rosters and stuff like that. Meaning uh, the other day I was looking to set my team and one of my starting running backs was trash. Well, I looked over at Courtney's roster, my wife and said, Oh shit, she's got a running back on the bench. That's better than a running back that I'm starting. So I made her trade me that running back so that I could start him over the crappy running back that I had. So it's a little bit different um, than anything we've experienced. And it's also the husbands and wives that are in this league, I think will really enjoy it. And uh, let's 
that's the husbands or the wives especially talk shit to the husbands whenever their team isn't performing as well as the wives <laughs> that they need to step their game up and get their shit together. So should be interesting. Absolutely. So now to the side games that you were talking about earlier. Um one of them is Road to Riches. Road to Riches is a survivor league that we started about three years ago with 25 folks. So if you're not familiar with the survivor league, it's you pick a team. If your team wins, then you go on to the next week and you can't, cannot select that team again. And basically the last person standing is the person that wins. So three years ago from 25 people to this year, we had 110 entries. So you're talking about a payout of over $2,000 um for the survivor league so real money so um again it's too late to get in this year but something else that you might want to think about in the future so um and last but not least our playoff league so if after the fantasy season you're like man i I miss fantasy i wish i could play a little bit more you're in luck so when the nfl playoff starts the, the knicks playoff league starts where you select a quarterback two running backs three wide receivers a tight end and a kicker each week and basically you're competing against everybody else to set the best lineup over a three-week period um to win that tournament so you'll see some more of that as the league gets uh as the year gets closer to the end and when the playoffs start but uh anyway in in closing look if you want to play fantasy football i guarantee you nick swagger league has something for you we got a plethora of products for people that like fantasy football so uh if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to me. But uh, as Swagger family grows and become and stays the best Swagger, uh, best fantasy league in the entire world, we'll continue to grow our products and make them better. Hopefully, so and drain your bank account. <laughs> we can you can spend as much money as you want or as least money as you want and have a good time. I promise <laughs> you, we'll never turn down a dollar. Unfortunately, I don't make any, so it all goes back to you guys. Yep, that's the best part about it. All right, so we got Thane in the day. Thane's going to give us some insight, yo, yo. insight on our uh, upcoming week, some matchups we might have going on, some player matchups. What you got, Thane? Yeah, so um, we're going to do a little a little part in the newsletter um, coming up. If you're not familiar with the newsletter, Nick puts together a good newsletter. It's posted on the, the member zone of the website. Um, and the little section that I'm going to do is going to be called the sloppy performances of the week. And that's made possible and sponsored by uh frost stop, home of the original roast beef. Um, if you're not a fan of the original frost stop roast beef, then I can't, I can't mess with you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the focus is going to be on two games each week. We're going to look at the top sloppy win of the week. That's going to be the team that was favored, uh, the, that had, it was basically the biggest favor of the week and squeaked out a W. And then the sloppy loss of the week, that's going to be the team that was the biggest favorite that took the L. And the way I'm getting these, uh, these calculations of these lines, uh, RT sets the lines um, based upon the rankings of the players that you plug in there. So if you guys can help me out, uh, put a roster together before the Thursday night football kickoff, that way I can capture what RT's lines are in the games. I know that, uh, you know, things change. Uh, obviously, with this Antonio Brown situation, um, that's going to kind of skew the lines a little bit. But at least we got something to, to work off of. Yeah. So, this week – Let me interject right yeah, there. Go ahead, um, 
Look, I, I know your lineup's going to change, and Thane doesn't have time to go through every single body's lineup and say, hey, he's got a running back that he's probably going to start over so-and-so. So he's going to do as best he can with the lineups that he sees with the line set by RT Sports. So if you set your lineup, that those predictions will be more accurate and obviously make the uh, newsletter award a lot more fun. So go ahead and set your lineups as soon as you can. Um, that way we can – we can view them and uh, get a more accurate picture of what's actually going to happen. So, but but we are throw that just, in there. Uh, we are just talking about predictions, though, right? Yeah, they don't mean shit anyway. So yeah, yeah, it doesn't mean it's shit. Predictions are worthless. Yeah. Give us some content for the people to laugh at. That's, that's right. fun. That's what makes it fun. Got yeah, That's gotta, right. Got to set yourself up. Whether you like predictions yeah, or so, not, they're there for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. So th- this week the tightest matchup out there, uh, as as per RT, is is Mike A. Bear can't touch this against Gurley Man Jeremy Bourgeois. Um, that's a half a point uh, that Mike's f- actually favored by. And then um, there was a there was three pretty big uh, point spreads out there. Colt forty five against Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse is favored by eighteen. Uh, and then. Uh, Captain Asshole, Mr. Sean, he's actually an 18 point underdog against God's plan. Uh, and then uh, there was a 22 point line, which was the, the highest of the week. That's uh, Mayfield of Dreams, which is uh, Casey Gyro against the Shoe Pick Crew Lit. So, you know, those those big lines is going to be the ones that's going to be good candidates, you know, if, if you guys don't do what you're supposed to do and take care of business. What's those? Uh... You might wind up. Uh, Thing. What's those matchups between uh, Casey? Uh, QB on Casey's back. one, yeah, yeah. So Casey against Dustin. Uh, Casey's got Mahomes, James White, Joe Mixon, Saquon. He's he's got a squad, yeah, man. Uh, Robert Woods, Allen Robinson, Galladay, Evan Ingram, Jake Elliott, Cleveland Browns, and then uh, Dustin has uh, Matt Ryan, Le'Veon. Tevin Coleman, Alshon Jeffrey, Devontae Adams, who I had Devontae as well. I was high on that Packers offense. I know they ran into a buzzsaw against the Bears in week one, but that was just a shitty game overall. Uh, Stephon Diggs, Corey Davis, Jarrett Cook, Gaskowski, Texans. Still ain't a bad squad, though. Not a bad team either, man. It's just uh, Casey's Casey's pretty stacked. Um, So, yeah, we'll we'll see. Dude, I'm looking at – We'll see what uh, happens. I'm looking at Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Because Colt 45, if you think back, Colt 45 was the number three ranked team coming out of the draft, according to the predictions that we did. And Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, you said, was an 18-point favorite? Mickey Mouse is, uh, yes. That's insane. So Colt 45 was an 18-point dog to Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Now, I just looked at Mickey That's Mouse right. Clubhouse, and I could see why. Breeze, Cook. Damian Williams, Michael Thomas, Tyler Lockett, Jared Cook, Fournette, Chargers defense. Like, who the hell, like, was he drafting by himself or what? What's going on here? Yeah, Char- Chargers defense is going to feast, I think, against Indy this week, man, at home. It's, it's, they're going to put up big numbers. Yeah. Thomas is going to eat. Yeah. I, yeah, it's, so it's interesting, like you said, Nick, um, you got the overall rankings, you know, that kind of the, the power rankings and projections. But, I mean, week to week, it makes a difference who your players are playing against. You know, if they're playing at home, are they playing on the road? You know, kind of what's going on, all those little intriguing things that keeps uh, keeps us 
plugged into fantasy, all those details. Yeah, sure. I, I know for a fact, I think uh, Roland, even though he's projected at the top, he's going to fall flat on his face this week. <laughs> you know that for a fact, huh? I, I, I can see. I, I got it. I can see it. Hey, I, just got du- some... I mean, Douglas is going to be at the top with the highest, but I mean, that's just, you know, that's already known. I just got some more breaking news. It says Jeff Darlington is reporting that he said he just got an email from Antonio Brown. He tells me that the team took away all my guarantees. He added that there's no way that I play after they took that and made my contract a week-to-week contract. I'm so at this moment, in the flex. I'm AB, in the flex. do not expect AB to play on Monday Night Football. You go ahead and put him in the flex, but he's going to be flexing a zero. I'm putting him in the flex, man. I'm telling you. Dude ain't going to play, and he's still going to have two touchdowns to him. Yeah, y'all. and you're also going to get a $20 fine. So, $860,000. Yeah, that's a week was his game check the dude's walking away from, man. If you being didn't, an idiot. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. But if you didn't catch what I just said, uh, Douglas, you start a player that does not play that's announced out before Sunday, then you get fined $20. So you can go ahead and put Brown in there. But if he's announced out before tomorrow, that's going to be a $20 fine. Keeping the, league by on the, the, keeping the league on their toes, just making sure they know what's up. They play somebody I stupid. I hear you. All right, Thane, you got anything else you want to add? Nah, that's it, man. All right, we'll, talk, we'll finish this up, talk about a little bit of Saints play this week, which y'all think is going to happen. Saints by 20. I think, uh, ooh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, we're going to win. Saints are going to win. Saints are, I want to say, about six-and-a-half-point favorites. Um. I'm thinking it's going to be a little tight, man. I, the, the wide receiving core from Houston, I, I could see them. I mean, you know, Hopkins and Lattimore is one thing. I think I think Lattimore maybe had to take Hopkins out the game. We usually do a good job against mm. the big receivers like uh, Julio Jones, I would say, as an example. But you look, go back and look at the Falcons game last year, Calvin really burned us for damn near 300 yards, it felt like, right? So um, I, I kind of worry about Fuller. Um, some of those other guys, you know, they, uh, Kuti and some guys might eat too, man. It, it's a little, a little worrisome, but I think, I think overall, yeah, stills. I think overall, I, I think we'll win by a field goal. Which you, I uh, think it'll be a close one on Monday night. What you think Michael Thomas's line gonna be at the end of the game? Ah, I, we're gonna be airing it out, man. It's gonna be a high scoring game. I would definitely take the over in this game. I think Thomas is. I don't know, 10, 117, two touches maybe. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, I think we need to watch Steel. Steel's coming home uh, after the Saints let him go a couple years back. He may still have a little bad blood right there. And like you said, two T's questionable to play. So, Steel's would step in in that role and with Fuller and Hopkins. And I could see him being a threat. But I think – now, I say this. Not knock on wood if you're with me. But uh I say this last year we were amped up, the dome was rocking and people were up to the challenge and then the Tampa Bay Buccaneers came in here and a little Fitz magic and gave us a business. So I don't see that happening again. Yeah, but, so, sometimes you get lucky though, you know. That's it. Sometimes you got Fitz Magic and once Fitz Magic kicks in, you can't beat that. No. We just keep falling on our ass on that on that open opening game, man, and that's we got to stop that. We got to get that corrected. 
so we can get off on the right foot and just get the train rolling early. Yep, I agree. All right, fellas. Well, Nick's uh, Nick and Courtney at the FSU game. Hell what yeah! Think, what you think's going to happen? You think ULM gonna come in there and uh, put some damage down or what? I I think I'm gonna be hot. It's gonna be like 150 <laughs> degrees outside. Uh, Florida State is a 23 point favorite. So that being said, I say Florida State wins with a late field goal. On a, uh, on, <laughs> on, a on a scale one to ten, how, how nervous you are? No, nah, I'm not nervous. Uh, actually, um. One of the guys that works for Ducks Unlimited, he got me sideline tickets. So I'll be watching the game from the field on the ULM sideline. Nice. Uh, so it's a dream come true for me, obviously. But I expect it to be a good game, and I, even more, I expect it to be a good time. So I'm yeah, sure yeah. I'll be blowing up Facebook or Snapchat or whatever with pictures from me on the sideline. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully nobody run, Cam Akers doesn't run off the field and tear my ACL like uh, – like Sean Payton in the Tampa Bay game a couple years back. You going to eat some grass out there? Or what? Oh, I'm going to stick some in my pocket. You know that. I don't so, know if I'm going to eat it. but <laughs> Well, I know I know you're not a big right. LSU fan, but that's a big game tonight, LSU-Texas. Yeah, I, I wish you all good luck. Look, I don't have anything against LSU. I hope you all uh, hope y'all go in there and win. So, uh, one thing else before we go. Um, yesterday I released a date for the watch party. Uh I think it's October 20th. Is that the date I said? Uh, at the watch party, we're going to have a bunch of people cooking jambalaya. We're going to have our first annual jambalaya cook-off and watch party. We're going to have bounce houses for the kids. We're going to have the projector rolling. And it being late October, it should be pretty good weather in the shed. But uh, bring your family. We'll have some cornhole and some poker and some desserts and jambalaya and everything. It'll be a good time. It's just a time for all the different swaggerlies to come hang out. Hey, uh, watch the games together, fellowship and bullshit and all that stuff. So put that on your calendars. We'd love to have everybody there. All right, brothers. Always a good time, especially with the Swagger family. Until next time. Peace. Peace. Later. Fuck you, Chippo!